my beloved disciples, the appointed hour is at hand. Let us descend to our lair where hell awaits. Welcome to the Northwest Metal Zone. gentlemen boys and girls welcome to the northwest metal zone i am chance i am your host and we started everything off with the drip and no mercy so welcome to the show again uh we're here for another week we didn't get kicked off the station yet we're trying really hard but it hasn't happened david is here hello hi (laughs) hi how you doing we're actually looking at each other across the room this time instead of sitting right next to each other holding hands so it's so far away chance i know it's a little different but uh we'll be able to get through we'll do it and we have uh we have something a little different this week we have a band in the studio with us which that is not different but uh we're going to listen to some tracks from their uh, new cd new ep that just came out and uh, we're going to get to know them a little better, and uh, hopefully then you'll want to run right out and uh, see these guys do some shows and pick up their merch and uh, make them mega superstars. I think that's what they're after. <laughs> so, David, anything else before we before we jump into this, or um, you want to wait till later? 
I would I would like to uh, give a shout out to the uh, the leprechauns that are keeping my weed plant safe at home. Okay, that's a worthy that's a worthy. Uh... I know he's listening right now. So <laughs> oh, I thought you said leprechauns. I thought there was more than one. Oh no, just one. His just name's, one. His name's Heimdall. 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 Like after the the gatekeeper and right, Thor. Right. Yeah. I was gonna. You just didn't give me a chance to say that. So. Beat you to the punch. I know. Every time. Just like the leprechaun does. <laughs> you don't see him until it's too late. <laughs> no, let's get to the band, man. All right. So we'll get to the band. Um, so uh, one of the things that's fun for me in doing this show, I've been doing the show for about three and a half years now, is I get to see bands, you know, make some progress and, and grow and get more popular and everything. I get to follow... Uh, Follow what certain people are doing musically, people that are in one band and then they're in another band. And uh, one of those guys happens to be here uh, with us. Uh, But we are here to talk about the new band that he's involved in. This is uh, Resolve and Reside. Welcome, guys. Hello. Thank you, John. Everybody everybody surviving the cold and... Luckily, it was uh, mm. that was an interesting drive. We were trying, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. We may have to go back and talk about that interesting drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we uh, we thought we saw a dead kid on the way. That yeah, was interesting. Yeah, that was no, some... like it was it was serious. Yeah, okay. So. Wow, Darius, you want to just tell the story? Yeah. yeah, just tell us about the interesting drive. We'll start with that. <laughs> okay, so Jesse's driving. He's picking me up so that we can you know come down here do what we're doing right now, and. We're driving by this park, and we see a car, and it's just parked, you know, sitting there, and there's an SUV uh, a little perpendicular to it, and we see a little boy just laying in front of this car, literally two inches from the fender, and we're just like, uh... We're just like, should we stop? (laughs) Is that kid dead? Like, what's going on? Is this real life right now? So we kind of just U-turn it and get a little, uh, get close, and we're like, what's going on? Is this kid Okay. They back the car up a little bit. Guy just looks at me. He's like, uh-huh. And just turns around and looks like, all right. This is what's going on. Kid just gets up and he's like, oh, I'm just going to play with my baseball for a little and, bit. Uh, and we're like, what is go- like, what is happening right now? This kid is laying down. He, lo- he looked pretty dead. It was Pretty like really dead. stereotypical stiff body dead, but you know, wow. it was it was weird. And that's the story why we're late. Yeah, well, actually, <laughs> you were, actually, you were right on time. So, Perfect. oh wow, look <laughs> at us! We got to see a dead kid. We're already here on time. Look at us, micro man. Two for two, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's uh, let's go around the room uh, real quickly. Introduce yourselves and what you do in the band. All right. Uh, Can we uh, start with starting here with Colin? Okay, I'm Colin. I'm the drummer. Uh, my name's Jesse. I play uh, rhythm guitar. I'm Darius, and I play vocals. And uh, I'm Danny. I play bass. All right, and uh, <laughs> play vocals. I've never heard it. Uh, he plays microphone. That I, play the, that's, I play the microphone. That is the ongoing joke in this band. The the first day he got here, we did a studio update, and Darius goes, "I play microphone." <laughs> and you know, we should have kept. We should have. We kept stuck that. with it. We stuck with it. <laughs> So and uh, yeah, other than that, we're just missing our lead guitarist. But yeah, yeah. He, he wasn't able to make a day. You know, family things and right. whatnot. Yeah, things happen. So yeah, we, we understand. We got four of you here. So yeah, four fifths. Yeah. Four out of five is not bad. We're just gonna give a shout out to Juan. Yeah, Juan. Juan. Hernandez, he's our guitarist. So lead guitarist. He's great. Yeah. Okay. And just ju- just for the record, Darius is the guy that I've known since he was a uh, 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 little fifteen-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's been some time. It's been a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. uh, so 
tell us, uh, whoever wants to take the lead and talk about it, tell us how you guys uh, got together and, and how long you've been together. I really like this story. Ooh. Oh, man. Okay, I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell the story just because it was a really long and intense one. It was eight months of me and my brother, uh, which is Jesse over here, wanting to start a band. We both didn't know how to play an instrument. We just, well, I mean, we kind of did. You know, we just knew, like, the basics and everything. Um, we got together with Juan... Um, to start a metal band because we just you know we decided we wanted to start making metal uh we got darius afterwards because he knew uh juan knew darius from the last band you know just another project after fallen traders and uh then we started you know writing a bunch of demos and then colin came on when we you know played our first show in seattle uh july and then ever since then you know we just kept writing kept writing and then the ep happened where we just we had you know five songs that we all really liked and uh but I don't know, the the story, what's sad is that was really fast how I told the story, but it was like eight months of that, and, you know, Darius had was in the band for a month, left the band, and then he came back into the band after he, you know, graduated from high school, so we went through a lot of members. It was like three drummers, like, <laughs> I mean, we, we had kept the same guitarist, and, you know, obviously me playing bass, but like three vocalists, like three drummers, and ever since we have the five that we have now, it's been like super tight knit. So maybe, mm-hmm. maybe we should tell the story of how uh, how we all met. Dar- not Darius, uh, Juan. Oh, remember? Well, man, <laughs> uh, it's okay. Anything goes, you know. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe it's should I please? Of, it's just kind of funny. Okay, so, um, so I was dating this girl, and uh, Juan happened. <laughs> Juan happened to uh, start dating that girl. Uh, after i did and we hated each other like we did not like we were borderline like you know gonna physically fight each other and you know we cooled off and after a while like after i told him my side of the story he was like yeah dude like i can understand why you'd be pretty pissed off and i was like yeah uh i want to start a band he goes well i play guitar and he was i don't know it was just so (laughs) weird like we were just like five minutes ago we were fighting about you know, a girl, and then, like, now we're in a band, and we're, like, best buddies. And... Dude, I'll come to your house and fight you. By the way, I play guitar. Yeah, like, and, and, I don't know, it was just, it was, re- when he when he showed up, and I don't know, it was just, ever since then, like, I don't know. It was, it's all it's, been really tight-knit. Yeah. It's pretty good. We're not a garage band, we're a, we're a shed band. We don't, we never jammed in a garage, we jammed in a shed, so. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's uh, let's get into some of this music then. Uh, like I said, we're going to start, we're going to just play the first three tracks off of the EP, uh, and then we'll come back, we'll talk a little bit more, maybe you guys can tell us a little bit about how you, what, it, what these songs are about, how you wrote them, we'll talk about that a little bit, but let's hear them first. So we're going to start off with A Story Once Told, this is Resolve and Reside.
there you have it those are the first three tracks off of the ep which is called by the way uh recoveries recoveries yeah. recoveries okay uh so we heard in order we started off with a story once told and then elements and then arrogance mm. yes <laughs> <laughs> oh that one those are the, the uh those are the i like the first one. line in arrogance <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> sounded like maybe uh maybe was that directed at anyone in particular, or? Oh, oh here we go. Oh, man. Uh, no. I had, to, I had to ask, didn't I? <laughs> we pulled. We if pulled, you don't want to tell the story, no, that's okay. No, no, you know what? I'll do it. I don't, well, I'll have someone else take over. But I will say this: we pulled the "fuck you" off of the song because uh, I don't know. It was a crunch in studio time. I think it was just we we had to pop the record out because we had our you know CD release show coming out. So we pulled it off of it. Um, there was like a huge fight in the band because uh, like everyone really <laughs> wanted like half of everyone wa- really wanted it. Um, yeah, half of it thought it was like a staple. Yeah, like it was band. like our thing. But I will say this with that song, like uh, it was directed at someone who like who is a very selfish person. I'm not gonna go into who it was, but they were very selfish and they treated us like us as a band like we aren't gonna go anywhere because of who we are and not be you know right. so. It was just directed at, like, I think that was, like, our one, like, all of them are pretty angry songs, but that was our one song where we were just like, we don't care, we're just gonna go crazy for this one. <laughs> it's, it's like one of those people who's like, oh, this is, uh, this isn't Resolve and Reside, it's the John Doe Project, you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, oh, this is, this is us, this isn't, this isn't us, this is me, and you guys are kind of just followers, but it's, it's really, people can kind of relate this to people in life who are just really full of themselves, don't right. really have consideration for other people in life and 
I'm sure that's that's one of those songs anybody can listen to it and they would know exactly someone at least one person in their yeah. life that they could direct yeah. that song to. And like, that's good. That's you know because yeah. that really gives that, that's, the listener I, something to latch on to. I think mm-hmm. that's a relatable song for sure. Like yeah. Yeah. for someone to put on someone in their life. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know we uh, we played that song live and uh, just at this last show we had like how many people do you think were up on stage? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, at the live room we uh, we got everyone on stage for a breakdown. Yeah, that was crazy. Was, everybody was headbanging, and it was we kind of just had everybody come up on stage, and everybody linked arms, and we just conjointly on <laughs> rhythm headbanged at the same nice. time, like one of those little bird feeders with the water. And it was it was it was intense. It was awesome. Yeah, cool. Uh, so, any stories about the other two songs? Or uh... mm. okay, um, I'll, can we tell you how we wrote them? Like how the process of absolutely because okay. that was going to be one of my questions. I always like to hear the, the yeah. songwriting process. Um, our first song that we actually wrote of those five songs was Elements. Um, okay. And me and our lead guitarist sat down and wrote the structure of that song. Uh, Darius wasn't in the band. We were just, you know, we were all instrumental like at that point because we didn't have a vocalist. And then uh, Darius heard the track when he wasn't in the band after he left the first time and he was like okay he went to cover that song uh it sounded like, so good yeah instrumentally like completely redid the whole song and made us all like super jealous and we we're like we have to get him back in the band <laughs> so we had another vocalist at the time so he joined us as the third guitarist which is like a terrible was a terrible idea for just the stuff that we wrote and right. then once that guy didn't end up working out darius took over on vocals so that like we worked really hard on making that song really good and then we wrote a story once told in my bedroom. Like, it took us twenty minutes to write that song, and yeah. I don't say that because it isn't a good song because it's a beautiful song. But like, it just—it was like five people in a in a room just like grinding on a song. Like, and it that was—it kind of flowed. Yeah, it was yeah. it was great. And then we changed the intro on it. It used to be a yeah. different intro. It used to be like really desert sounding. Yeah, it sounded. It was like yeah, a whole different. <laughs> but Darius rewrote that, and then that's the beautiful thing is when your vocalist is like super good at guitar like just you know fallen traders he just oh, do stop. guitar yeah well okay so oh, he stop. so he used to do guitar and he's like super good so when everyone gets into a room we all kind of like we can all jam ideas and we all know how to play an instrument enough to where we can like i don't i don't know the right word like just um we can kind of collaborate and mix ideas yeah which is like really good for a band it's not like one person going home and writing it on a computer and then everyone has to play it like we're all right right yeah so is that is that mainly how you do it? You just you you get together and you just jam things out. That's where the writing comes from. Well, usually it's like actually it is one person on a computer and they come up with one little idea and then one, with that idea usually it's like an intro or a chorus or something and then right. we all kind of build on it. Okay. And then do you all write lyrics or is that just you Darius or how I, does that work? Hmm. I would say I me and Darius, but Darius the majority, but like we've, we've tossed around lyrics yeah. quite a bit. Okay. I mean so, everyone has their own words yeah everyone has their own yeah they're like everybody's got an input as far as what they want to throw into the lyrics and i'm willing to like work around and put it in there because you know it's it can't just be just me everybody else in this band has things they go through absolutely yeah cool so uh what was the what was the recording process like did you guys record this yourselves did you go to a studio this man this is interesting okay this is really interesting i'm talking the whole time but uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah colin's over here he's gonna start throwing stuff (laughs) yeah i know colin's just like wanting to beat me up right now no uh we were going to record our ep with somebody but um you know i was already kind of dabbling with audio production at the time and 
it was like 3500 bucks to come out with an EP, which is really, really hard for like five people, kids in high school to come up with that right. much money. Yeah. And it was a gamble because what if it didn't turn out the way we didn't like it? The way we really wanted to do it was go through a producer, but you know, I knew enough about it and I'm still learning and I'm still like, it's something, a, pa- a side passion aside from this band that I really like doing is audio production. So um, I recorded it and, you know, I mixed it and mastered it. Um, and uh, it was a cool process. Uh, it was an interesting process because, yeah. again, not no one was there other than, you know, Colin was there from time to time. But uh, for the most part, it was Darius that was tracking everything. So Darius did Darius did the bass. Darius did all the guitar work on the record. Um, Good yeah. job, Darius. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, so thanks, guys. <laughs> thanks, guys. It was fun recording the, uh, the uh, album. Yeah, <laughs> the I don't know. Parts. There's there's a lot of things that we like we want to do um, for like future releases, and we're gonna like work on new music n- soon. But uh, it's just like for our first EP, a lot of work went into it, and it took a lot of months. So we just felt like we should just get it out and see how people feel about us, and then move forward. Yeah, know. it took a lot of time, and actually, surprisingly, everything on the uh, EP was homemade i guess or just it was just, self we all did it ourselves and just took some time but after yeah. a while we got it perfected i think maybe not perfected but yeah but, you know, no it's pretty, it's pretty good it's definitely not per- perfect but i think it like it's getting there the ep yeah. portrayed the message that we wanted it to which is all you can really ask like maybe someone who's an audio you know geek won't like they'll listen to it and they won't for sure like it just because i'm not you know i'm not a professional at, right. by any means right. but the message that we wanted to get across for this album was just like hype and you know who we are. So I can't wait till we you know hibernate and then just go into hiding for like a month so we can just write new stuff and then when we come back out, that's with what it, we're excited for. People are gonna be like, mm-hmm. where have they been? We we've, we've <laughs> needed them. Give us more. Yeah, 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 just more. Just wait for this next album yeah. coming out in a while. Probably yeah. not for a while, but yeah. But the writing for it's going to be so much fun. Yeah, and I and one thing I can promise everyone, like who's listening to this now, like we might not come out for, with an album for like I don't know, what, let's say next summer or next winter. Let's say we don't come out with it for a year. We're going to be releasing stuff in the meantime, like singles sure. and stuff like that, because I don't want people to to. Obviously, like, not releasing stuff is uh, its own form of hyping your, like, future releases, but at the same time, like, as a fan of, like, music and metal, mm-hmm. I like hearing music a lot, especially new music, so right. that, that's something that we're going to start doing a lot more. Nice, and the one thing I wanted to say, the drums sound fantastic, so good, good job, good job Colin. on Colin. Yeah, yeah dude. Thank you. <laughs> good job, man. There's some, there's some really cool, you know, the, the, the beats, the rhythms that you're using are really... They really, you know, lock in with everything else. So it sounds really good. He's the best. He's the best person you can find on Craigslist. I promise you. That. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cheap. Yeah, he's very cheap. Colin, no, real, no, we love him, dude. Real talk, Colin. On the next album, do nothing but blasts in every song. I dare. Oh, I can. I can do that. <laughs> I'm Double not kicks and blasts. Sixty fourth triplets all day. Two fifty BPM. I need it. <laughs> hey, well, Colin, that'll, that'll get you noticed if nothing else, right? Yeah. One just one song. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's get into the other two songs that are on the EP. We're gonna start out with uh, "Man of My Words." Ooh. Ooh.
see these guys like SpongeBob too. Yeah, we do. Do they? Yeah, I can just tell. Just with just from the I'm ready's there, we oh, just Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we are back. We are still visiting with Resolve and Reside. We've been talking to the band uh, and listening to tracks from their new EP and those were the last two tracks there. Uh, so we heard Man of My Words and then SOS. So How'd you like it? too bad it's not a live show we could have people call in and tell us but uh yeah unfortunately so uh any any stories you want to tell us about those two songs before we talk about other things someone want to tackle sos Uh, we're doing sos first yeah i'm any order how about jesse does man of my words because jesse you just tell him the meaning of man of my words because jesse can pick it apart better than i can um well man of my words is probably my favorite on the uh ep I really like it just because it really, it's it's uh, something you can relate to even if you don't know what it is talking about directly because yeah. it just has those parts, you know, when you pick apart a song and um, even if you don't know the entire meaning, there's like ambiguous, you can just kind of like take out your own meaning Ooh, from any song. big words, Jesse. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. <laughs> Intellectuality, Mr. G's. But well, yeah. Um, well, I mean, Darius is the one who wrote the song and he could probably tell us more about like the deeper meanings and all that but yeah i just have to say it's my favorite song it hits the heaviest in my opinion and um i i really like you know just I, it's really fun to know what all the lyrics mean so if you want to go deeper into uh the actual meaning behind like yeah I, just tell I think, them just give them a little backstory just right. like a small i actually got to go into the next one i really like the chorus from that yeah so um man of my words is pretty much about those uh, people in life, you know, not everybody gets to grow up Dad's with a silver spoon in their mouth. And right. some people actually, you know, end up having like kids have to, you know, grow up without certain parents in their life. And this right. is about, you know, people, kids, boys, girls, whatever, all around the world who have to grow up without a father or at least a father figure to be there for them. Whoa, what? No, it's really sad. What? That relates to everyone in this band. Well, I mean, like at least a good majority. Yeah, the majority way. of the band, like everyone in this band, has had like issues with their dads. So I think like, and it's weird because the way the song is, it's not just like, oh, you weren't there, you weren't there. Yeah, it's more like it's not stereotypical. It's like the blame is placed on more than just one person. I, I would say, like the fact that one of the lyrics is just, you call yourself a father figure, you're only known as dad. Like that, I, I wrote that song just so that way it would hit people really hard who have been through this stuff and that way they can relate to it. And the song is kind of just, it, it really talks about the fact that I haven't had that support, but I'm still going to be the best person I can be. It's not just all depressing and really negative. It's negative at first, but it tells you, yo, I'm still going to step up and be the man that I can be because I I'm still a person. I yeah. don't need to be... A person just because you're there yeah i feel know? like it i feel like it tackles kind of the repercussions of uh you can still like make it through like and yeah. it seems you're holding me back like yeah yeah I, that's like my favorite line in that but i'll remember i won't surrender is that Ooh. your favorite song to play colin like oh uh, yeah probably live? yeah yeah it's more fast paced i like playing i like playing sos with colin i was gonna say why don't you love sos colin honestly if we're wrapping up man of my words uh talking about it it's kind of it's more or less about baby mama drama. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, why, so, why ain't that we do? So uh, real quickly, so we can talk about some other things, uh, anything you want to uh, say about SOS? Uh, mm. Other than, you know, like if you're going through a hard time, like 
you know, suicide isn't really like suicide isn't shouldn't be your first go to thing because it's like it's permanent and a lot of times problems in your life aren't permanent. So we wrote that song. Well, Darius wrote the lyrics to that song, but like I would say emotionally that hits with everyone in the band because like we've all been really, you know, depressed before and you know, it's just to those people who like who need that extra support and like real shit I would say with anyone in the band if anyone needs to talk to us, like if anyone has personal things going on, they can take it to us cuz like we can handle it. And as far as, you know, just fans or anybody listening or anybody who's out there who has things that in their life that, you know, that's very negative and they're really against them and they feel like it's contradicting them, we're not just, you know, we're not just some band where, oh, we're musicians and we're just musicians. We don't care about what people want to say to us and we're just going to keep going. No, we're, we're human beings, too. We can yeah. sit down and talk to you. We're, we're no better than anybody else out there. We're no better than any musicians out there. We're still people. You can come up to us in the street and talk to us, and we'd be completely fine. Yeah. So even with problems like that, I mean, yeah, kind of. it's more based on a trust complex, but still you can come up and talk to us about whatever after yeah, we, a show. We love anyone that goes to our show, like anyone who seriously has an interest in helping us out as a band or musicians. Like, well, not even that. Even if you don't want to help us, we still care about people. Like, yeah. And that was, right. that was one of our main... like. Uh, I would say for our lyric lyrically is about caring for people consistently. So, yeah. all right. So, uh, how can uh, people keep track of what's going on with Resolve and Reside? Do you have a, do you have a website, or do you send people to Facebook? Or I would just say Instagram, face- Facebook, or Twitter, and Facebook. or Instagram, but Facebook. mostly Facebook. Facebook helps us out the most. But yeah. uh, you know, you can get our music on, or you can listen to our music on YouTube. We still we have a couple of other videos. Um, you know, Twitter. I upload that. Um, we Instagram. recently went on iTunes. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Um, that's all I have to say for if you guys want to pick up the record. Uh, Recoveries is on iTunes and Bandcamp right now. Uh, so, you know, go pick it up, dude. It's only five bucks, or it's four ninety four ninety five on iTunes. So, and if you want to come, you know, see us at a show and witness the we have physicals, witness the songs in person, and you yeah. know, get that whole theatrical aspect as well. Then you can come pick up a physical for 10 cents more five, five bucks yeah nice it's only, it's only five bucks so uh speaking of shows do you have anything coming up or are you guys uh no but that's a request to anyone out there that's listening if you want us to play at your house we'll play at your house like that is a serious we'll play birthday parties <laughs> yeah dude we'll, we'll play birthday parties we'll just we'll play your house like we'll play your bedroom we don't care just like we just want to like have a bunch of fun and we'll, play, we'll house play in your bathroom yeah dude we'll play in your bathroom <laughs> How about in the kitchen? Yeah. Right? Um, Dude, that would be so dope playing while people are like, oh, okay, I'm not going like to go into cooking, that. Like, Yeah, like eating and cooking. Like, that would be so dope. Slinging pancakes over the drum kit and calling the smacks one. <laughs> All right, we're getting... <laughs> Someone's hanging from the chandelier. <laughs> but oh, but obviously you'd like to play shows. Yeah. You know, you'd like to be at Studio 7 or El Corazon yeah, or the right. Live Room or... It, yeah. What is... Uh, you know, one of the things that I've noticed, it seems like uh, there's not many places in Tacoma and Pierce County anymore. It where is so sad. Like, yeah. it, like uh, we were so sad that Luigi's was closing down. We're happy that they're not anymore. Um, but we just got to play the live room, which is like the only local one that I can think of. Didn't get to play Hell's Kitchen. Didn't. What was the other the one? Uh, like that, it became the locks and closed down. Yeah, the red room. Red gone. room's gone. Yep. Last um, stand is gone. Yeah, there's just like a lot, and then like, what was the one that just closed down? Uh, like the Aurora, the Quesadilla Factory. Oh yeah, too. Quesadilla Factory. That gone. was that was hard. Aurora um, f- 
the Aurora House or whatever is gone. I think that's the name of it. I can't really recall. But um, just a side note, if any bands out there or anybody listening who, you know, plays shows and are having any shows coming up for the rest of November, we're looking for a couple. If you guys want to have us on the bill, that's completely fine with us. We're not, you know, we're not very particular for who we play with. And uh, as far as, you know, hanging out with us and getting us involved with your band and hanging out, becoming friends... We're all down for, you know, band-to-band communication, yeah, hanging out features, whatever. We're just looking to become, like, we're just looking to, like, be a part of the scene. You know, like, being yeah. coming friends with people. You being know, playing, involved. Yeah, being involved and trying to help back help out, you know, the scene. Because it's like, I don't know what has happened, but all of these venues are closing down for a reason. And there's something that we can do as a band, and then there's something we can do as fans of metal to help out and, right. you know, just... All I can say is, like, when you go to the venue, like, I don't know, buy their food, you know, buy tickets at the door. Tip your bartender. Yeah, if you're if you're 21, we will say that. If you are 21, tip your bartender. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think a lot of it is just, you know, it comes down to support. Yeah. I mean, a lot of, ven- you know, venues close sometimes because, like, the, the owners just, <laughs> they yeah. don't have any business running a business, yeah. but, you know, <laughs> so they just do really stupid things. But a lot of it is support, too, you yeah. know, even even venues like the 2-Bit Saloon in, yeah. in Ballard, which was around for years, and the reason they closed down is just the support was dwindling. They were having less and less people show up for shows, and, mm-hmm. and yeah. like you said, you know, pay the cover at the door. Don't be, oh, come on, man, put me on the put me on the yeah. list. Get me in free. You know, pay yeah, the cover at the door. Buy merch from the bands. Yeah, that's a that's buy a huge things thing. from the venue. That's you know. a huge thing with bands too. Like everyone's like, oh, why is that band not on tour right now? Or why is that why is that band not coming to see me? A lot of it is like I'm not I'm not dogging on fans at all because like I'm a fan of metal. I know I'm sure there's lots of people out there that have pirated music because I know I have, but. Sure. <laughs> You know, like yeah. it's a fact yeah, of life. Like, but the, but the the honest truth of it is, when you don't support your band in any way, and you just like you're very selfish about it, people need to understand that it does affect that band. That whether it's five dollars, whether it's you know, even for the venue, it does help. It really does help. Right. So, and just a fun fact: bands can't tour. Like, if a band has merch, bands can't continue touring and play the future shows they have on the rest of that tour if they don't have support like if they have shirts pick up a shirt because that money goes to gas and food so that band can make it to the next venue <laughs> yeah, and keep exactly. playing and then when you see them blow up you've helped them starving, even if it was five bucks that's what i say starving musicians that is like the honest truth because like when you go on tour it's like you were like it's not just money to go into our pockets like i'm I'm sure many bands can attest to this that it's uh, most of that money is going to the the gas tank oh, and yeah. the food. So, you know. And honestly, like some that I've seen um, recently in just a couple of our shows, seems like whenever some people come to see a, a band, uh, whether they're local or big, uh, if if they came to see a band, they don't want to stick around for any other bands. And yeah. I, I think that's a big problem. I yeah. think you should want to mm-hmm. stick around for any locals. Like no matter yeah. what the bill is, just be there. And yeah, you came I, to a show not for an hour of music. You I, came d- for the whole did thing. you guys notice that when we played with Fit for a King and Being as an Ocean, we we played and you know it was sold out. But I won't say that a lot of people weren't there, but um, a lot of people came after the two local acts. Like yeah. people knew, okay, there's just going to be like local right. bands opening. So well, let's they're not... going on at seven. Time to get there at seven thirty. Yeah. So they would just a lot of times people will like totally skip the first opening act, and it's hard for us because like we're trying to make our impression on people. So you right. know, yeah, like, you got to be there. Yeah, you got to be there, dude. 
Okay, well, I, we could probably carry on this conversation for a long time, but we <laughs> yeah. got to get to the rest of the show. But I want to say thank you very much yep, to right. Resolve and Reside for coming into the studio, sharing their music with us. Uh, check them out on Bandcamp and iTunes and buy a physical copy if you're at a show and uh, get out and see these guys. Look them up on Facebook, follow them. Uh, they got a good sound. I think you've heard that from the tracks that we've shared with you. So uh, let's get out and support the local bands. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's get into uh, our next set of music. This is a band called Darkness Avowed, and the track is called Eon of the Serpent.
are back. So we want to say thank you once again to Resolve and Reside for coming in and spending a nice chunk of time with us. Uh, hope you enjoyed hearing the tracks off of their new EP. It really is new. They've only had it out for a couple of weeks. They just uh, just did their CD release show, I think, last week. Or it might have been the week before at the latest. So anyway, it's new stuff. Check them out. Uh, they're a good band. I know not everybody is, you know, everybody's into their own style of metal. So, you know, uh, that may not have been everybody's cup of tea, but I like it. Um, and they're good at what they do. So check them out. Thanks for coming in, guys. Yes, thank you. Uh, so in that last set, we just heard Die Like Gentlemen with Ten Hells. Uh, in the middle of the set, there's Sick Either Way with Traveling Man and Darkness Avowed with Eon of the Spirit. And I don't know, you. I think you probably remember Victor, who was in here, uh, he was going to intern or was an intern at one point. Oh, yeah, I remember Victor. Uh, Darkness Avowed is a band that he's in. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Mr. Hamilton. Mr. Hamilton. Mm-hmm. So He was a yeah. cool guy. He was. Where's he been? I don't know. Well, he, he. I guess I shouldn't say he was. He is a cool guy. <laughs> he was cool, but now he's kind of a dick, but <laughs> I didn't mean that. He is a cool guy. <laughs> Uh, no, it was cool. Missed that guy. Yeah, because then he's not learning your job anymore, and now you're having to do all this. Yeah. Okay, Sarah, Sarah, you know, say la vie, all those other... All those other foreign things that you can say. You know. Yeah. Whatever. I'm, I feel you, dog. I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we haven't had a chance to visit yet. How's everything been going with you lately? The saga uh, of, of David and his weed plants. Oh, man. You know, it's been going good. I, I have some power issues because, you know, it's getting really cold out. Yes. And I'm, I'm trying to heat the space. And, uh, you know, there's these little, like, personal fucking heaters that you get at, like, Walmart and shit. Yeah. Like, they're, like, 1,500 watts, man. And, like, holy shit, dude. Like, that's as much as the fucking lights I'm running. So, like... <laughs> Like I got two six hundred watt lights, man. Like those are that's twelve hundred watts right there. I've right. got more in heat, so uh, I was throwing a breaker, and um, luckily, I you know I was catching it. I was keeping close eye on it, you know, when it was happening because I figured it was going to happen. Uh, but you know, so now I've got to now I've got to run my lights twenty four hours a day and keep them in veg for a little right. bit longer and uh, try to get an electrician in there to run me a new two forty volt line. Yeah, that's a problem with uh, a lot of even like newer houses. You know, even if you got something that's just a few years old, as you start um, putting all those things on on a power circuit, that uh, you know they're drawing a lot of wattage, and it's like, oh, <laughs> well, I had that problem at my house too. No, no regular twenty amp one one twenty volt circuits gonna right. handle fucking grow lights and right. a heater and all the fans I got running. So and you know. plus everything else that's probably on that circuit too. So yep. Yeah. So, we'll we'll all get it figured out, man. Just trying to keep the plants warm and you know grow yeah. some good medical marijuana. That's right. So go get your cards and then go see David in a little while. That's right. It's all licensed under RCW sixty nine point five one. It's all it's all legal. He's not breaking the law or doing anything he's not supposed to. Or that's right, people. RCW sixty nine point five one a. Go read it. Pow. Read it. Learn it. Live it. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, and don't get rid of it because there's uh there's some some rec centers around here that are spreading some pretty nasty rumors that medical is going to be going away in 2015, and there's that possibility, but it's not a it's not a for sure thing, and I I don't I don't like to see that man I don't like to see these rec centers trying to tell everybody that that 
the patients aren't going to have access soon. Yeah, well, and it's obviously it's promoting what they are doing. And honestly, what they are doing is kind of just bending people over and giving it to them. Yep. I mean, with some of the pricing that I, I, I have not been into one. I don't have enough money to go to one for one thing. <laughs> but <laughs> There's no need to. You know me. Well, that's true. I know you and a few other people, so <laughs> I got a deal whenever I need one. But, <laughs> but <laughs> more importantly, though, is you know, uh, you know, you shouldn't you shouldn't try to create business for yourself through uh, fear and misinformation. And you know, there's plenty of room for medical facilities to operate and rec facilities to operate, and it's all good. And everybody's going to do well. So just you know, <laughs> coexist and. And quit spreading lies. That goes that goes for so much else in life as well, other than just you know weed shops in Washington (laughs) State. But uh, (laughs) coexist, get along, don't lie about other people. You know, it's all it's all good stuff. So um, I've been kind of fired up lately about uh, these stores that are opening up on uh, Thanksgiving Day. Oh yeah, and I'm not sure. Well, I know I know why it bothers me. and it's something probably 20 years ago in my life it wouldn't have bothered me but as you get a little older and wiser and you understand things better and and maybe i just it takes me a lot longer to figure that out than the average person but you know it's just it comes down to greed and you can't just say it's corporate greed you know it's it's everybody you know if walmart said hey we're opening at six o'clock on thanksgiving night and nobody showed up they wouldn't fucking open next year at six o'clock on thanksgiving night right but it's you know all of the consumer driven society that we're in and it's very materialistic and everybody's just got to have everything and the best of everything or at least what they think is you know and and it, it's been interesting to me because I'll see people or stuff even that I post on social media about, you know, hey, this is this is not cool. This is wrong. And a lot of people's response is like, eh, you know, I, I'll go shop, you know. And, and I guess the issue, the other issue that I have with it is we've gotten to a point where, you know, even in even in families where there's a mom and dad, they're both working so they can have that nice house and those two cars and that cool vacation every, you know, and that's that's all they're working for. They're not working to actually build anything. They're just, you know, gimme, gimme, gimme kind of stuff. So there's very few times and very few days anymore where you just get together and hang out as a family. And it's to me, it's almost like a slap in the face to your family or your friends or your loved ones, whoever you spend the holidays with to say, you know what, I don't want to, <laughs> I want to take this day and hang out with you. I want to go spend some money. And um, I, yeah, just all that together really irritates me. What about the people with no families? Or the people with the families that are far away and need to get some shopping done that day. Well, I, you know, it's your decision. That, that, are, I just, that isn't like a bunch of flat screen TVs and, and Xboxes <laughs> and shit. But like, you know, they need to go to the grocery store. You know, there's... They ran out of condensed milk. It, you can... you. I guess either remember it or go without. <laughs> I mean, I, it's like one fucking word, day, you know. Word. I can't, you know, if you forgot the cranberry sauce, oh well... What You're having the, turkey without cranberry sauce. But then there's the employees that would rather make time and a half that day than not work at all and well, then spend it all alone crying into a, a tub <laughs> of Ben and Jerry's. Well, and that may be true. My experience is the when I've worked retail is you don't get time and a half. Your your supervisor usually schedules you so that you don't get any overtime that week. And like my personal experience, the last time I worked retail was a couple of years ago. I worked a 13-hour shift that spanned Thanksgiving into Black Friday. 
Um, and my schedule was written that week. So all of none of those 13 hours were overtime and the company that I was working for didn't pay time and a half for holidays. And, um, so you just get screwed for minimum wage and you give up, you know, 13 hours of your life for that. It sounds like the root of the problem here is just shitty employment practices. Yeah. Yeah. I I can definitely get behind that, man. Yeah. Yeah. There's Fuck a, the employers that, that want to, you know, take away from the employees just because they can. The guys that right. pay the employees minimum wage just because they can, even right. though they deserve more. and. The, the people that overwork their employees just because they can. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's definitely a ton of that. And yeah. especially in retail, there's a huge mm. amount of that. You know, it's all mm. geared to, you know, there's companies now that with now that Obamacare has been inactive and in, in place, you know, the, there's a there's a little uh, loophole for companies that if their employees work less than 30 hours a week, they don't have to provide them any benefits and there's no penalty. So now the thing that's happened is people who are it's working for minimum wage, exactly, they're working for minimum wage, they can't make it on 40 hours a week anyway, now they only get 29 a week. So And no benefits. And no benefits. <laughs> so, yep. you know, it's, uh, it, it is a lot of corporate greed, but as I said, it's also, you know, individuals. If we didn't support that shit, if we weren't out there shopping at Walmart and Sears and, and Macy's it, and, it, and everybody, you know. It's one thing if, if you find enough employees in your company who are willing to work for a decent wage that day because they don't have other things to do or they're planning around it so that they can make extra money for the holidays. Right. It's another thing when you're not treating your employees fairly. Yeah. When you're not giving them the the proper wages that they deserve, the holiday pay, the option to take the holiday off if they would rather be with their families. Right. Uh and things like that. I definitely get behind that. Yeah. So I get yeah, so you've kind of helped me focus my point a little <laughs> a little more there. If you want to work, hey, <laughs> go for it man I, and i totally get that you know if if i had had the choice in my personal experience that hey you're gonna get double time because it's a holiday i'd have been like fucking sign me up man i'll Word. be the first guy on the list <laughs> Word. Yeah. but <laughs> i'll come record podcasts all day yeah. <laughs> but you know when it's uh you know when it's not that situation and most of the time it's not uh-huh. um i mean basically it, you know unless you've got some kind of union job there's nothing that's protecting you from you know, to making sure that you're going to get double time or time and a half at least and, and, and all of that. So anyway, that's, I've been kind of irritated by all that stuff. I feel a little better and you've helped me focus. So good. Yeah. Let's go burn Walmart down now. <laughs> Shh. Don't say stuff like that. <laughs> so let's get into some music. Uh, this is scorched earth with fucking metal motherfuckers. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my. 
And there we go. That was another set of music for you on the Northwest Metal Zone. Uh, that was Lord Dying. Love the title of this track. That's called In a Frightful State of Nod Dismemberment. Think about that for a minute. Nice. Uh, and then Eris in the middle there with Kodiak. And then leading off Scorched Earth with Fucking Metal Motherfuckers. Because that's what we all are. Calm down. We're just fucking metal motherfuckers. Calm down. Okay. I am I'm okay. pretty calm. It's all right. All right. Keep calm and chive on. Is smoke that? on. Smoke on. Keep calm and smoke on. Mm-hmm. If you're smoking, you're pretty much calm. You know, I got to say, I've never seen anybody just like get <laughs> get dangerously out of control from smoking weed. It's like in uh, Half Bake when Thurgood was yelling at him. And then he took the hit of the weed, and he was like, I'm sorry for yelling. <laughs> it just instantly diffuses the situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. so if I used the phrase, or if I said, hashtag break the internet, you'd know what I was talking about, oh, right? Oh, God. <laughs> well, so first of all, it didn't break the internet. And if you don't know what that is, good for you, but it's, you right. know... Kim Kardashian, I don't know if it was an interview or just a photo shoot, but, you know, this magazine that really isn't a big famous magazine or anything, but they are now because they published some uh, nude photos of her. I, you know, personally, I don't understand what the big thing is because her sex tape has been online for, what, four or five years now. If you oh, really wanted to see Kim Kardashian naked, you could have done that a long time ago. So I don't know what – I really don't understand uh, – the buzz that comes around some people on the internet and um but yeah i i don't think it broke the internet i don't think it's going to i think everybody can most of the people that i know are kind of like <laughs> the little hoes out there being naked again so yeah i don't know i don't i <laughs> i just can't you're at a loss for words i just can't yeah I, I i'm with you I don't, I'm I don't with know what you. to so, say about it, dude. I, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't, you know, the, what people are famous for nowadays, what celebrity is nowadays is just like, it's, it's complete corruption of, of the words of, you know, fame and celebrity and what they're supposed to mean. Because, I mean, basically this is a, a woman who her family has a lot of money Mm-hmm. So, you know, and that's happened that you can go back through history and people are famous just, you know, or they're well known anyway, at least for having a lot of money. So she's the daughter of someone who has a lot of money. So she's, you know, got a little name recognition. But what she's famous for is her sex tape. Mm -hmm. I mean, nobody would have made a big deal about her other than that. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, it just blows Paris Hilton, you know, uh, same thing, you know, she Hilton family is, you know, filthy rich. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And she was the daughter of the filthy rich family, but what she's known for. And, and the thing that, that really is curious to me is, you know, these people are on these reality TV shows, which are just a waste of time in my opinion anyway, but you know, people, they're hugely popular and people love them. And uh, you know, what? and yet it's like, do you realize you love this girl because she was fucking some guy on on tape? You know, I mean, I've I've met a f- I've met a few people who watch the Kardashian, keeping up with the Kardashians, you know, pretty religiously. Mm-hmm. And I've I've had some discussions at length with them about it, and one common answer that I get from all of them is that when I ask. Why do you like the Kardashians? Yeah. 
the 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 unanimous response is always I don't. I just <laughs> can't stop watching them. Well, yeah, you can. And it's and it's like these people don't like them. Right. They don't like these women. The people watching the shows, keeping up with the Kardashians, don't actually watch the show because it's something that they like. It's more of like the train wreck thing, you know, you yeah. can't look away. It's they're they're parading this this woman and her family on television and objectifying her. Yeah. And sexualizing her. Yeah. And putting her in situations that make her look like a goddamn idiot. Mm-hmm. Which probably isn't hard. And she loves to do it because she gets paid. Hell yeah. That's <laughs> These people love to watch it because it's horrendous. Right. And it is the, uh, the antithesis of American culture. Yep, absolutely. And... They they just want to watch it because they can't believe that it's even fucking fucking happening. <laughs> right. They can't even believe that this shit is being allowed to to air. Right, and they don't even like it. I yeah, I don't get it, man. I, just, I it well, yeah, because me. the flip side to that is if if you don't like it, then stop watching it, and it wouldn't be. I mean, these kind of reality shows disappear very quickly if no one's watching them. Right. Um. So, you know, and and then there's a lot of women who watch these shows. Primarily women, I think. So if you don't like being objectified and you don't like being thought of as an object and and just you know someone that's there for sex, why are you watching a show that promotes that? And I, I just I can't wrap my head around any of it. You know, it's it's all it's all backwards, man, and it's all hypocrisy. Right. It's it's all hypocrisy. It's. <laughs> Yeah. It's amazing. I'm with you. I mean, and I will fess up the the only reality show that I watch is Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> but that's 10,000 miles away from keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> and I just like to hear Gordon Ramsay, you know, go off on people every week. So I, I guess Could I'm a masochist. you imagine if Gordon Ramsay made a sex tape? Ooh. <laughs> and yeah, that's just not a good image at all. What is this? What what are we even having sex for if you're just going to lay there like a dead fish? What the fuck? You want me to cook you up in some lemon and and chives? Get out of here. You're chopped. I'm going to masturbate in the bathroom. And he's got like five kids, you know, so obviously, you know, his wife puts up with him, but, you know. uh, Or puts out with him. (laughs) (laughs) Both. (laughs) God damn it. That was a knee slapper. Uh, That was. That was a good one. (laughs) Yeah, I just, so I don't, I just don't. I, I'm I'm completely befuddled, and even stuff like Survivor and the 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 Great Race, and you know, sh- I, why why is that so interesting to watch? I mean, I just I don't get it. I don't I don't understand reality TV. Maybe I'm I'm obviously not the target demographic, but um, all I know is the next time that Kim K wants to uh, you know put out a new whore line of her. Nude photos. I am going to hashtag break the fucking internet. (laughs) (laughs) Not because I'm looking at it too much, but because God damn it. We, somebody needs to do something about that. Yeah. I just, yeah, everybody. Al Gore. What have you done to us? Please. By creating the internet. (laughs) 
please quit paying attention to these people and they will go away. You know, that's the one thing that people don't understand. Like you said, people will sit there and say they hate the show, they hate the people, but they just can't. You can stop watching. There's no reason mm-hmm. for you to watch. And if you stop watching, it will be gone in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, because those ratings go down, the money dries up, they're going to dry up. And, you know, by watching those shows and, you know, driving the, you know, the viewership up, they can ask more money for sponsors. So they're just, you know, these horrible people are making more fucking money all the time. So stop. Just stop. Let's stop talking about them, giving them publicity then. Okay. I can do that. Not that, not that any of their fans are listening to this show. But <laughs> they're like, you just played a song called Fucking Metal Motherfuckers. You just, <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I know I can make a sex tape with you, baby. Ooh. <laughs> All right, more music, more music. I <laughs> got him that time. This is Christos with Blood Magic. <laughs> Take this all 
So there you have it, the very last bit of music for the evening. That was... Fucking welcome. (laughs) That was Saxius with the downfall of Tyrants. In the middle of the set, Retconstruct with Funeral Dawn. And uh, leading off the set, we had Christos with Blood Magic. So I want to correct something I said a couple of weeks ago because I was was wrong about something. I said there was a new Eminem CD coming out. It's uh it's a shady records compilation that's coming out. So I think he has two tracks on it, but Word. Yeah, so I just want to be accurate. I don't want to get sued by Eminem or anything. because uh, I know he listens wish. every week. I wish. So we've had like a this feels like a really long show today. Um I don't know. Just dragging it out. It's prob- Gosh. Probably means it wasn't very good. But uh, I want to say thank you once again to was a great show. Resolve and Reside for coming in and sharing their new uh, EP with us and spending some time getting to know the band a little bit. Go out and check those guys out. Pick up their music. Uh, if you're a fan of the digital, you can find it on iTunes or Bandcamp. If you are a fan of having a physical product in your hand, then uh, check them out at a show and pick up a CD, or if you know them personally, or contact them on Facebook, and I'm sure they'll work it out for you. But resolve and reside one more time, ladies and gentlemen. Hey. Yay. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're winding down. Any last things you want to quickly talk about? or uh, um, Heimdall, been... I'm going to be home soon. <laughs> uh, make sure you don't overwater them. Uh, and what uh, if he pees on him? Does that does he get a little leprechaun slap upside the head? No, there's a little, there's some fertilizer in that. There's you okay. Know, leprechaun urine is is a common ingredient in most fertilizers. I did not know that. Uh, of course, I didn't know there were leprechauns till like an hour ago. So, well, now you know. The more you know, the more you know. Reading Rainbow. <laughs> uh, one last thing I wanted to mention real quick, and then we'll say our goodbyes. Um, speaking of bands that have been around and that we've uh, talked to a lot here on the Northwest Metal Zone, Sacrament of Impurity was uh, one of the the very first band that we interviewed for the show way, way, way back when. Uh, they have just released uh, their new album. It's been out for a while, but they released it in a different format. It's out on cassette this week sweet got my hands on it jess was nice enough it's a limited edition 50 i got number one of 50 wow jess was nice enough to send that to me so um thank you jess uh it sounds really good it looks really cool so if you're into collecting uh rare things from local bands uh, hit him up on facebook either jess or uh, sacrament of impurity and they'll get one of those cassettes on the way to you so um i think that's about it uh thank you everyone for tuning in and putting up with us uh every week and once again this week i hope you enjoyed the show we tried to bring you something a little different and all these pictures of asses are just scrolling by (laughs) as i'm trying to say all this god i'm looking at the dream girls and i love i love asses especially these kind of pictures um Oh, uh, holy mama. You guys only wish wow. you could be in studio with us right Yeah, now. you do. All right. So thank you. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you to the bands for giving us your music. Thanks for supporting the Metal Zone, and uh, we'll see you next week.